Welcome to the ATS RCMB podcast. My name is Maor Soller. Today we are going to discuss the ideas of lung aging, or how the biologic changes in the lung that occur with age may contribute to disease pathogenesis. With us are two experts in the field, Dr. Patty Lee and Dr. Irfan Rahman. Dr. Lee is an associate professor of medicine at Yale University School of Medicine in the section of pulmonary critical care and sleep. Dr. Rahman is a professor of environmental medicine at the University of Rochester School of Medicine. Dr. Rahman, what do people mean when they refer to lung aging? Yeah, so the lung aging, um, is, which is also a scientific term known as lung cellular senescence, where cells get larger, flat, and non-dividing, and hence they become pro-inflammatory. They affect neighboring cells, including stem cells, to release pro-inflammatory mediators. Another aspect is DNA damage, leading to telomere attrition and cellular senescence. Both of these can cause inflammatory response, leading to decline in lung function. Hence, we call the term lung aging. Uh, and Dr. Lee, anything to contribute? Uh, yes. So Dr. Raman is exactly right. I believe that is what most people refer to as lung aging. But just to clarify terminology, there is some confusion out there when we speak about aging or chronologic aging. It may be one concept, and the other is what Dr. Raman just mentioned about the cellular or replicative uh, senescence, which sometimes is also called aging. So it is used interchangeably, but I think the the one distinguishing point is that the cellular replicative senescence is really associated with specific cellular molecular marks, such as, um, as Robin mentioned, P16, P19, cell cycle regulators, P21, P53 induction. Uh, and then as Judy Campisi has shown extensively, uh, molecular marks such as senescence-associated secretory profiles. So that is a certain, it is a certain phenotype uh, that is called cellular replicative, but then people do tend to lump it with chronologic aging, which I believe is a bit different. Uh, chronologic aging is, I believe, more uh, time-dependent dysregulation or failure of biologic systems or interactions, and that could include Genomic, uh, genomic stability, cell signaling and cell crosstalk, mitochondrial health, immune responses. So it really is, I think, a broader network uh, when aging itself is being referred to, and that is um, that will can include cellular aging. But I believe it's, it's useful to try to distinguish the two. Dr. Raman, how do you think lung aging is implicated in lung diseases that people get, like COPD or IPF? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Actually, so far, we have at least two major chronic diseases uh, which are associated with mm, uh, lung aging or age-related, which are age-related diseases, for example, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease and idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. Um, these diseases, these are mainly environmental mediated diseases, for example, tobacco smoke, oxidative stress, DNA damaging agent, airborne pollutants, and other 
noxious gases can trigger DNA damage, oxidative stress, inflammatory response, and as Dr. Lee just highlighted, just alluded, that there are two types of cellular senescence, which is replicative and stress-mediated, which is DNA damage. In these diseases, um, uh, mostly the stress-mediated cellular senescence occur, and there are numerous uh, publications on these. So the older cells are more susceptible, hence we see more cellular senescence. For example, if we get older, we see more older, uh, more cellular senescence cells in the lung. But what is not known whether cellular senescence is the cause of these diseases, like COPD or fibrosis, or because these diseases occur in middle to old age groups, hence we see cellular senescence or aging in these diseases. These aspects are not yet clear. And um, despite the fact that there are several epidemiological studies and several uh, mouse-based studies, but still these aspects are not yet clarified. Dr. Lee, how about you? How do you think lung aging uh, contributes or might be implicated in uh, lung diseases that affect older individuals? Um, I believe it's critical and very important, as Dr. Raman uh, nicely demonstrated and outlined. Uh, however, there is, the, I believe, the complexity in answering to what degree age-related cellular molecular changes are actually part of the mechanism of a specific lung disease, that's still an unanswered question. And I think the studies really need to be done to explore that further. But advanced age is probably one of the most, if not the most common risk, identifiable risk factor for a variety of lung diseases. In addition to ILD and COPD, certainly uh, lung originating cancers and tumors and infection risks, at least severe infections. So I believe it's going to be critical or age-related mechanisms or age-related changes are going to be critical to our understanding of um, age-associated diseases such as um, ILD and COPD. I think we just need more studies to really answer that. And part of the problem has been, um, although we understand some of the physiology of normal aging, and that's been outlined in beautiful work done by Carlos Fragoso here at Yale, but we don't understand what are the cellular molecular determinants of actually normal aging, and is there such thing as normal aging in the lung? And those are areas that uh, hopefully more investigators will become involved in in the future. So, Dr. Lee, how is your own work from your lab contribute to our understanding of lung aging? So my lab has uh, really focused for years on vascular or endothelial-derived um, uh, mechanisms of lung cytoprotection in acute injury and in repair. However, we became interested in aging. We pretty much stumbled upon it when we used genetic mouse models to identify age-related changes in the lung, such as emphysema, which does occur in, sub, sub, uh, in specific types of most mice. And we found that we could accelerate that entire process by doing gene knockdowns of specific innate immune molecules. We've studied toll-like receptor 4 and uh, macrophage inhibitory factor, uh, MIF. And of course, I should point out this is the MIF work is much of yours more, but it should be highlighted that MIF, you found that MIF is one of several TLR4 control genes that is age related in that MIF depletion occurs with aging, 
just regular chronologic aging in mouse lung. And in collaboration with Dr. Bucala here, we found uh, that even human smokers who have uh, lower circulating levels of MIF were more likely to have signs of COPD, and this has been confirmed in other cohorts. So that's been one area is, is this, uh, the role of specific innate immune molecules in uh, age-related emphysema. The other area we've been studying has been um, the role of specific mitochondrial pathways, such as mac macrophage-derived mitogen-activated protein kinase 3, MKK3, endothelial-derived uh, uncoupling protein 2, and epithelial-derived uh, mitochondrial fission genes in maintaining overall mitochondrial health and balance in the lung to prevent inflammation and age-related emphysema. So those are kind of the two areas that we've helped identify to be um, involved in age-related COPD. Dr. Raman, what about work from your lab? Yeah, so we have at least three landmark studies from our lab. And this is uh, stem from the um, initial study that we um, we found that uh, down regulation of anti-aging molecule, which is sirtuin one, you know, sirtuin one was discovered in uh, yeast and flies. That is anti-aging gene by Harvard investigators. So we found this down regulation, which is associated with cellular senescence (COPD), which was published in Blue Journal which is American Journal of Respiratory Critical Care Medicine, 2008. And this is also followed with Dr. Peter Barnes, or at the same time we published together Dr. Barnes' publication in the FESUB journal. And then hence, after that, we have another study, which is Journal of Clinical Investigation, came out in 2012, uh, that was using mouse model confirming the cellular senescence and SIRT1 downregulation. And these studies actually coming from the concept, initial con concept with tight skin emphysema mice, and then we have the clotho senescence associated protein, SMP30, Warner protein. These are also all anti-aging protein, and to put in the portfolio, SART1 is also anti-aging, hence anti-aging down regulation associated with cellular senescence. That was the uh, first one. Second one was we showed the mitochondria, as we know, is a powerhouse of cells, as Dr. Lee alluded. We shown dysfunction, and this is due to the telomer, um, uh, which is DNA damage in cellular senescence. There is a signal from mitochondria to nuclear um, uh, DNA, and hence we see the cellular senescence that was published in FACEP, uh, in the FACEP Journal 2015. And the third study, which is quite interesting, just came out in the Red Journal, American Journal of Respiratory Cell Molecular Biology in January, which is a cover page issue, showing that telomer protecting protein, which is also known as sheltering protein, which protects telomer and its length, is down-regulated in patient with COPD and hence associated with cell, cellular senescence. There's a um, complexity here that how mitochondria signals to nuclear uh, DNA and how, hence how the telomer actually is regulated by oxidative stress or tobacco smoke. These are not known. And all three interplay, all these players, they have interplay each other and hence trigger the uh, 
cellular senescence. So these are the three landmark studies which from our lab came out recently. Great. And so, uh, Dr. Lee, how do you try to avoid lung aging in your own life? I believe strategies that help lung or prevent uh, lung aging or promote healthful aging is probably the strategies that would be used for any other organ system. Uh, Personally, I'm actually a big believer in the mind-body connection of um, kind of health health, uh, promoting effects. And I've actually incorporated meditation, mindfulness-based stress reduction, and yoga into my daily practice as much as possible. And interestingly, they're all centered on kind of the key point of deep control breathing, which is probably fitting for a pulmonologist. But in in addition to what I do, I'm kind of uh, relieved or at least uh, somewhat justified to see that these practices have also hit the mainstream. There are a variety of companies that actually incorporate mindfulness training as part of kind of the staff and health uh, promotion uh, aspect of their of their work. And New York Times article a couple of days ago highlighted the anti-inflammatory and immune modulatory impact of even just doing several minutes of controlled deep breathing in volunteers. And I think as more of these alternative type uh, scientific studies uh, come up. I hate to use the word alternative, but it's not completely mainstream in medicine yet. I think we'll find that this mind-body connection is uh, much more effective than perhaps some of the more traditional approaches to healthful aging in general. Dr. Raman? Yeah, I mean, I fully concur with Dr. Lee. Um, That's a great, great way to put this in perspective uh, you know I, I um i will add some further um, uh, discussion here that you know telomere attrition is the key here and we are all programmed our body is programmed but when when you go to uh, smoking you know areas where noxious gases and smoke are there you see the skin aging there is a wrinkle on our skin and that determines the aging so there is avoiding pollutants uh, environmental stress, noxious gases, stress certainly will be the uh, one of the key features here. And then healthy lifestyle, like eating mm, fresh fruits, vegetables, and um, grapes, and broccoli, turmeric, green tea, and various antioxidants, which I am a believer of these, which will counteract, counteract, counteract oxidative stress and DNA damaging um, uh, agents and their actions. So along with aerobic exercise, for example, as Dr. Lee pointed out, meditation, yoga, of course, these will be uh, the key in terms of prolonging the healthy lifestyle. And there are some, in scientifically, there are some drugs are coming, which are known as senolytic drugs, which is um, uh, inhibiting the cellular senescence or removing the cellular senescence uh, uh, pathways or mechanisms and hence decreasing the frailty. But the most important thing is to have the healthy lifestyle rather than getting older with <laughs> being senesced. And as you know, senesced cells can harbor bacteria and viruses and can actually lower the immunity, as Dr. Lee pointed out. So these are the important things which we should be looking for in terms of prevention and prophylactic as well as for care. 
Thank you. Well, thank you both for joining us on the podcast. Thank you, Mar. Thank you, Mar. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Tune in next time when we highlight another area of cutting-edge research that is coming out of the ATS-RCMB.